I just want to let that music play out for a few minutes, you know? I mean, and we're dancing in the studio. We're moving anyway. It is so nice to have you on WGN Radio. Michelle, Renee, Bester, the Housewives of Motown. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Where did you get the idea to do this show? There's a Housewives of Everything, I yeah. think. Yeah. Is that, are you a Housewives watcher, those TV shows? I am a housewife you, watcher. She admits reluctantly. Yep. You, you can say it. That's okay. I am a housewife watcher. Now yes. she says it proudly. <laughs> we do so many shows, the Black Ensemble, about the legends and icons of music, especially of the Motown era. And in those shows, we typically just mention the house life or the wives of the children. And so my interest peaked because it's just like, well, what happens when they go on the road and we see these amazing performances and hear these albums? But what happened back at home? And I started to research and a lot of the women have lived off the grid. They weren't they were never interested in this famous life, but they supported their husbands. And so I felt like there was such great strength in those women in their stories and they deserved a voice. So why not tell it? So I want to I want to talk about that. Mm -hmm. So first of all, keep in mind that this is the 1960s greatly into the 70s. So people women had a different perspective yes. and a different view than they do today right? yes mm-hmm. but did you research this to say okay Smokey robinson's wife what was that really like or did you say this is what i think it might have been like no it was all very much researched i didn't want to put any of my own i'm not anywhere near born in the 60s however <laughs> um <laughs> I can identify with a lot of the things they went through. We go through today. And so I went through interviews, especially with Smokey's wife, Miss Claudette Robinson. So did you actually slow you down a little bit? Mm -hmm. Because I'm fascinated by this. Did you actually get to talk to her? I didn't. However, I did reach out and she was very open to do a Zoom and to talk about things that she went through or to help the actress with mannerisms to make sure that it was very on point. A lot of those things I was already able to capture via YouTube or the interviews that she'd done. And she still is very vocal about what she went through during her Motown time. And so I was able to kind of use that to build my story within the show. Okay. We we don't want to give anything away, but, but, but. Are they still married today? No. Mm. They divorced in the 80s, I want to say. Yeah, but at the point your show ends... They're still together they're in still the show. They're together yes. at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Smokey is still out there performing and touring. He, has a, he just dropped a new uh, LP, A new album, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's working on hers as well, so... Is she really? Yeah, she's about to drop a new single. Good for her. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. And the other performance, so Smokey Robinson is one. Mm -hmm. Who are some of the others? Because we'll recognize the names. Oh, absolutely. So I feature two of the wives of the men of The Temptations, Otis Williams and Paul Williams. Now, why did you choose the wives you chose? I love The Temptations. My grandmother (laughs) raised me on Motown, and Temptations happened to be my favorite group. What makes them your favorite? The moves, the style, the choreography, just everything about them and their story from watching the Temptations movie. I was always intrigued with everything the Temptations as a kid, which it's another story for another day. Um, But I chose them, especially Paul Williams, because he had such a tumultuous life and it's never really the good times aren't featured i don't feel like he was ever really given a proper send-off and so i wanted my show to give him a proper final bow 
Is that because he died so young? He died very young in a tragic way. Yeah, yeah. And so I wanted to be able to highlight the goodness that was Paul Williams and not the bad things that we tend to remember. So for those who don't know, how did he pass? Uh, Self-inflicted gunshot wound. Yeah. Yeah. And and you, in the show, this is a part of the show, actually, it is. right? Mm-hmm. And and I, I don't remember his wife's name. But Mary. She, thank you. Mm-hmm. But, and she she comes out stronger in some ways. As yes. A result. Yeah, they, yeah, they were separated prior to that. Mm-hmm. And I was skeptical about putting it in there, but it's still very much a part of her life and her story. And I felt obligated to make sure that I included it in there. Okay, I think we're missing one housewife, right? There's one more. There's Levi Stubbs' wife, Clinice Now, Townsend Levi Stubbs, Stubbs, so when you heard the four tops, he was the lead singer, yes. typically. Mm-hmm. Not on every song, but typically he typically was. Typically he was, And yeah. he had that voice that was down here. And <laughs> yes. he said, you know, and there was only one Levi Stubbs. He yeah. has since passed away, hasn't yes. he? Yes, 2008 yeah. he passed, yeah. Yeah, uh, and you feature his wife as well. Now, mm-hmm. how did you learn about what their real life was like? So, again, Interviews. His cousin, who was a an original member of the group, mm-hmm. um, I believe it's Abdul. I don't want to misspeak, but he's still living as well as Otis Williams. And they did an interview about. With you? No, no. I, oh. Listen, <laughs> if they're listening, please give me a call. I'd love to talk. Uh, but it's well, who all... knows? We might be able to arrange that. Absolutely. This is, this is WGN. I mean, you never know who's listening. Really. Who isn't listening to WGN? Let's be honest. <laughs> um, but they're very open and vocal about things that have happened. We paid five bucks to say that. <laughs> Not at all. Please tune in. Um, but yeah, they, they're very open about everything that they've gone through. And, and so I use a lot of their words to create my scenes and the dialogue and the issues that they happened during that time to address it in the show. So weaved in and out of the show are songs, mm-hmm. some of which are just Motown songs that we all recognize. Absolutely. Some of which are Motown songs we still all recognize, sing along to. Some of the audience does just that, yes. by the way. <laughs> and have a purpose in that they have a... They're there at the right time mm-hmm. in the show for a reason. Yes. So Black Ensemble shows, we love to narrate our stories with music and with my show being more dialogue heavy. I wanted to make sure that the songs not only were ones that we recognize and love and take you down a path of beautiful memories, but it also continues to tell the story throughout the show. And so we have um, get ready, which obviously temptations love them standing in the shadows of love. We have Mickey's monkey. We have ain't too proud to beg. Papa was a rolling stone. Mary Wells, my guy, um, you really got a hold on me. It's so many hits that I. it was hard to choose from because the Motown catalog is tremendous. But it, it just that's probably the number one thing that I hear every day of the show at the songs. And they get up and they dance and you just see everyone's faces light up from all the memories they have listening to those songs. Well, that is absolutely true. You know, yeah. I mean, you, that's that part is totally, absolutely correct. Uh I want to talk about you a little bit. Okay. Yeah. I will. will. So (laughs) what brought you to the Black Ensemble Theater in the first place? I was the understudy for the Marvelous Marvelettes in 2014. Shortly after that, I started working with Daryl Brooks, who's also my writing mentor. He is the producing manager um, at the theater with the Black Playwright Initiative Festival. And then I joined as a Black Playwright in that initiative and so from 2016 until about 2020 
I was just acting. And then I started helping with directing and writing. And then Miss Jackie Taylor came to me and said, you would make a phenomenal associate director. I love the newness. I love the innovation of your shows. And of course, I just was like, let's do it. When someone like Miss Jackie Taylor tells that you have the potential, you jump on it. All right. So now we have to talk about who Miss Jackie Taylor is and why you're saying Miss Jackie Taylor. It's out of great respect, I'm sure. Absolutely. There's the utmost admiration and respect for her. The talent that she's been able to develop in that house of the Black Ensemble is enormous. She is an educator. She is an innovator. She's everything that you could think of of an iconic woman that is Miss Jackie Taylor. And this show was inspired by her as well. How so? Just women in general, we are such strong individuals, and yet a lot of times our voice is restricted, and so she doesn't get enough flowers as it is while she's breathing. And I want to make sure that I am one of the ones that is that is actively giving her her flowers and recognition that she deserves. She's worked her tail off in this city and others to establish a great home like we have for people like me to come up and then open the doors for others. And I, I respect that woman like no other. You know, I, I think that for people who don't know, uh, Theater represented in a certain community wasn't, it didn't exist in Mm -hmm. Chicago, I don't think, and greatly around the country. And she was one of the first, and correct me if I'm wrong, to say not only do we have a voice we need to express as African-American performers, Mm -hmm. but stories we need to tell. Absolutely. But also we need to tell them in a community where people who might not expect these stories to be heard Mm -hmm. can have the opportunity to see and hear these stories. I'm not sure I'm saying that well, really. You know better than I. I I think that you are, though, with the mission being to uh, eradicate racism through the arts and and not just the people not seeing them or hearing them, but a lot of people don't know. We have, as African-Americans in our history in general, we just have so much more that we have contributed and offer than a lot of the shows that even today we still do where it's a lot of hurt and pain and there's so much joy and and happiness that's a part of our culture as well that we like to explore and express within our theater. But hurt and pain Mm -hmm. is what the housewives are all about on TV and it's all about drama, right? Yes. Yeah, really. Yes, it uh, is. Uh, drama every every second there is. So yeah. I want to talk about how you might have been inspired by watching those shows or not. And maybe I have an idea mm-hmm. for your next big thing. And we'll hear that on WGN. <laughs> it's 147. Renee Bester. No Renee Bester. Like Let me say that again. I didn't do that right. You can tell me. That's okay. Oh, Renee Bester. Well, let me do that again. <laughs> Renee, Michelle Renee Bester. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, it's good. No, it's not. Good. You got it. No, now I do. We weren't going to leave until you got it, but you got it. <laughs> Sometimes Michelle that Renee would take a year, you know, for <laughs> me to do that. You said that you have a cousin with a similar name, and that's why. Yeah, it's the same name, Michelle Bester. So I had to add that Renee in there to distinguish to us. To differentiate. Yes. yes. Michelle Renee Bester, yes, who is sir. the playwright of Housewives of Motown, yes. playing at the Black Ensemble Theater. Uh, did you also become inspired by all of those, let's see, Housewives of Waukegan, Housewives of, <laughs> I mean, everywhere, right? <laughs> yeah, Real Housewives of Atlanta, Potomac, 
Orange County, Dubai. Oh, you Dubai. Know them. You really do. Dubai. Listen, I know. Yeah. yeah I've, there's quite a few. Yeah, I see. The so. main part of the show that inspired me was the confessional aspect of it. And so I wanted to obviously give the live theater, but also incorporate those confessionals via the TV screens that you'll see on this beautiful set designed by Angie Miller. Listen, it, this is probably one of the best sets you will see at the Black Ensemble Theater. It will blow your mind. But I, I wanted to allow this show to help me bridge the gap between generations. So of mine being the Real Housewives and of my grandmother's being of Motown. And so far, we've been doing a great job at doing that. Is there enough drama and drinking and whatever else goes on? I don't really watch those Housewives shows, but my wife watches them sometimes. Mm-hmm. Did I say that? I guess I did. And <laughs> and I'll, I'll walk I walk by the room, and all I know is people are throwing those drinks at one another. Yeah. they're screaming at one another. Yeah, they're they're threatening lawsuits at one another. There's drama every second. Yeah, is there a lot of that in this show? Not so much. Uh, so <laughs> I, I we do have a good drink every yes. now and then in those scenes. Um, and of course, there's drama. Drama has been around forever. It's just a matter of how it was approached. And so in my mind, I felt like the women in the 60s and 70s carried themselves a little different. They weren't necessarily throwing glasses at each other, but they threw a few snipe words or looks or something. And so those are absolutely in this show. They weren't a fan. I'm talking about the Real Housewives mm-hmm. in your show of Diana Ross, were they? So Smokey's wife was not truly a fan of Diana's flirting behavior with her husband now they were fans of her music and her work ethic sure but diana could get a little close to some of the male performers uh, according <clears throat> to your research according to my research uh-huh. yes. yes and miss claudette rogers robertson was not afraid to say that she had to let diana know a few times Smokey's mine back off do you think that diana and Bordy, barry gordy uh, from who's in the show actually mm-hmm. not the real Barry Gordy, but an actor yeah. playing Barry Gordy. Dennis Dent does And you can't do job, Motown yes. without having Barry Gordy. I of course mean, not. created Motown. Did they have a fling? They did. They actually have a child together. So. I did not know that. Yes. Diana's oldest daughter is Barry Gordy's child. Hmm. Yeah. Listen, if you just Google Motown, there's so much that comes up. There's a wealth of knowledge as far as Motown is concerned, but Barry and Diana was definitely a thing. Were they a... Uh, so Barry likes to say that we, we were all a family. Were they kind of a d- dysfunctional family? Oh, very much so. Some of the best things are produced from a dysfunctional family, uh, which makes for great television, Real Housewives included. So, yeah, they were a beautiful, sanguine, dysfunctional, performing family. What was the secret, do you think, of their success? I'm talking about Motown overall, including The Temptations, including The Four Tops, who you feature mostly in this show, The Housewives of Motown. Mm-hmm. I think it's the work ethic and the passion and dreams of these performers back then when you had a dream. And even now, I don't want to discredit anyone that's going after their dreams, myself included. You work hard at everything that you do. And Barry Gordy, uh, he used a formula that he learned working at the Ford plant with Motown in where it was a machine at all times. If you're not recording, you're rehearsing. If you're not rehearsing, you're performing, you're on tour. The work never stops. And so with that motto and that mentality, they kept working. They kept polishing and perfecting their crafts. And that just made for an amazing label with amazing music. Yeah. Uh, why do you think it petered out? Uh, times change? Times or? change. Music changes. Trends and fads. Just like today. Things. Thankfully, it's a recycling kind of thing. Motown is 
timeless, though, because even today in 2023, like you said, we're dancing in the studio. They're dancing in their seats. People my age that did not grow up on this music are dancing as if we just heard it released yesterday. So it's I think it's just a, a change in time. The doo-wop thing kind of phased out. I don't the think 70s. there's anyone who doesn't know these songs. I'm talking about the big Motown song. Yeah. You said your hopes and dreams. What are they? To continue to inspire and entertain and educate through my works as far as being a writer, an actress, a director. And the next show will be the, because I don't think there is one, a Housewives of Chicago. I don't know. I don't know if the world is ready for what (laughs) Chicago has in store. I don't know. (laughs) They tried it with a few shows, but I don't know if the Real Housewives of Chicago is, I don't know if they're ready for that. What would it be? What would it be like? The drama would be times a million we Over, love a good drink, but I. Mm. It would be more dramatic than the Housewives. Oh, a hundred percent of Atlanta. Or Atlanta. Atlanta or is really the one that I watched. Married to Medicine as well, but those the personalities of Chicago women is unmatched. It's unparalleled to anyone else. How would There's, you describe those personalities of Chicago women? We are loud. <laughs> we will not be shut down or shut up. We we will keep going. Chicago will hold on to something, and we will not let go. And it, the grudges are already huge on that show, but sh- no, no, I think we're okay without Real Housewives of Chicago. Well, if it's done, we want you to do it. The oh, Black o- listen, call me, please. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> At the Black Ensemble Theater, it's the Housewives of Motown, plays through July 9th. July 9th, yes. And that's at 4450 North Clark Street mm-hmm. in Chicago. It's Andersonville, I believe, is the official. Uptown. Uptown, uptown, yeah. uptown. Right on the border there, kind of. But yes, it is in Uptown. And uh, this is Michelle Renee Bester. Yes. Yes, enough rehearsal. I'll get it right. <laughs> Maybe you're doing great. Thank well, thank you, and thank you for coming down here. Thank you I for having me. I appreciate it. And congratulations on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this is WGN. We go to the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom.